Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Call free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, welcome everybody. Super Talk Eagle Hour on the road. We're in beautiful downtown Laurel, and uh, we are here at uh, this gorgeous Christmas tree setup, Kelly Santa. 101 Christmas trees behind. It's really cool. All part of a fundraiser for the United Way. Prancer Path. Well, Prancer welcome, Path. welcome to. Kelly, it's the city beautiful. So just thank you. Yeah, there we go. I got to get that. Welcome right. to Laurel. Yeah, Kelly. Cool, brisk November days. That's when we wear jackets. Kelly is here, Luke, in shorts and a shirt. He's he's the machine, man. He's that's what he is. <laughs> no, I have extra layers of insulation. I've got oh, uh, I've got like a Waldrus. Yeah. I've got pants on and I have uh, a jacket in route. I didn't realize it yes, was going to be this pretty. Windy. It's pretty brisk out here. But I got the unique perspective of being able to see every one of the 101 trees. They're pretty. Yeah, the businesses uh, in the area, you know, buy buy the trees and the money goes to the United Way and then they decorate these trees. And people beginning at six o'clock tonight are going to be able to walk through and all of the different streets air yeah. quotes streets have named you know like you know rudolph way and, blitzen uh, boulevard yeah there really you go cool. hey we want to thank magnolia state bank and uh, we also want to thank hell fighters is there someone else we should thank ben for having us here today planet fitness planet fitness yeah we're looking forward to actually we're going to talk to someone from the brand new Planet Fitness here in Laurel in a little bit. And the Kiwanis Club, because when you're talking about Christmas in Laurel, December 2nd, first Saturday of the of December, this is really where we kick it off. That weekend we have the pancakes. Christmas parade, but Pancake Day. All you can eat pancakes, all you can eat sausage, everything. It's at the Y, it's at First Baptist I hear Laurel. it's good, too. It's, uh, it's one of those things growing up in Laurel, it's a tradition. My dad would always take me 7, 7.30 on that Saturday morning, and that's the official kickoff. But tonight, Prancer Pass is going to really kick off the Christmas season here in Laurel. And they were a little bit worried last night because, you know, the thunderstorms came through, and they were afraid that a lot of these trees, who are they're so beautifully decorated, all of them in their own unique way, and they thought the storm was going to blow some of them over. But they took the necessary precautions, put the sandbags down beneath the trees, and no worse for the wear. They're ready a- to go. Including the super talk Christmas tree, which is part of Nice. Yeah, with, with yeah. microphones on it. and uh, Microphones. I, I didn't want to front. But I, I will tell you, I don't know where it is, but apparently there is a much younger or a picture of a much younger Luke Johnson in Southern Miss gear on one of these. I had one of somebody reach out. There's like what what makes me feel really old, even though I'm the youngest member on this broadcast. I'll remind you guys. Uh, there's a tree that apparently is called Blast from the Past, 
and hmm. there, it has Luke Johnson's well, Southern Miss there, picture on it. There's one tree that has all native Mississippians as ornaments. You know, you got a, a Britney Spears, a Lance Bass, a Jim Henson, Elvis. Britney you know, Spears. Uh, well, she went to high school. I guess she's from Louisiana, but she went to high school. Yeah, in, she uh, was from uh, uh, <clears throat> down around McCall. Kentwood. She went to Kentwood, high school, but she Park went Lane to uh, what's the Park Lane? Yeah, Park Lane. Yeah, right. she did. That's mm-hmm. right in Macomb. So. Did you hear yesterday that the president said the uh, turkeys he pardoned had worked harder than fans trying to get tickets for for Britney down in South America? <laughs> he meant Taylor. Taylor? He meant Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Well, she we, wasn't there last night. Chiefs lost. Uh, great football game. Did you watch that, Luke? I did. The uh, the Eagles, man, they're tough. And Jalen Hurts had on about as much pads as you could possibly have, but it's big anyway. But yeah, real uh, real big. Quez still hurt for the Eagles. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, couldn't watch him on Monday night. But isn't that almost that's just like a game like last night is like the modern version of gladiators, man. I mean, I'm just shocked that was a head knocking football. Game. I'm just shocked the NFL would allow Kansas City to lose. I, well, I really, let me tell you what they put they put Patrick Mahomes flat of his back more than one time last night. Couldn't have him do a nice. The job. Philadelphia Eagles may be the best team in the NFL. God, well, you know that hurts me to say that. Bob, we're going to be here for two hours today, and, and I'm sure. We we have a lineup of guests, second to, to Actually, no Actually, we do. Well, I, I figured we did. Could, would, would it be, you know, revealing? Have you ever heard of Xavier Thigpen? Papa. Papa. Papa played Hopefully Southern he's going well, to come gonna by. I think things, uh, <laughs> things are in flux. Heather Brown from Magnolia State will be joining us next segment. Well, that's a lot better than Papa. Well, why don't you tell Papa when he gets here? <laughs> Papa. 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 Yes. Uh, Joey Hawkins is going to talk to us a little bit about high school football. We're also going to have uh, Dolores, pronounce that for me, Luke, Delsey. Deasley, Dolores Deasley. Southern Miss, a former Southern Miss assistant soccer coach. She's now the head coach at Jones College. They won the national championship last week. Lee Roberts is going to join us later, as well as Ryan Ernest, who's a Southern Miss guy, coaching the Laurel Tornadoes. Yes, and they're playing for South State uh, title. And Betsy Ivey from Prancer Path United Way. Yeah, Miss Ivey's in in charge of uh, the Prancer Path behind us. So, yeah, big big lineup today, absolutely. And the trees, a lot of the lights on the trees are already flashing, and it's kind of dark and overcast here, so those lights definitely attract. And there have been several people already coming by, Bob, wanting to get in. Yeah, but it's pretty at night. But, I don't think there's any question but about you, that. But you can't until 6 o'clock tonight. It is free, officially, but they are going to have a donation uh, bucket set up, and that will all go to the United Way. Yeah, and actually you were talking about the uh, the lights. They're actually synced to the music. So the music that you hear, they're synced, so they're pulsating with the music. Pretty cool. There we go. That's That's Ben Winpigler, by the way. <laughs> he can get you in. Huh? Yeah, I tell you what, you throw his name around this town, see what you get. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I just had lunch with him, and I threw his name around, and I got, they charged me twenty three fifty for the meal. And that was and that was just the money that. <laughs> if you look, if you look right up the the hill here, you can see what Kelly from yours you can't. But there's City Hall, okay, and what? Ben one day that will be his office nah, probably. I think you could be right. He could be the future mayor of Laurel. I think no he. I think he's that. smarter than that. I, I think <laughs> according to the results of my last city council run, I would say otherwise. <laughs> so. <laughs> The you people, got two votes, you and your wife. Yeah, I did. I actually got 36. 36. Is that family members? Mostly. Well, well, <laughs> when they didn't allow those votes from the cemetery. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Unfortunately. Should have run as a Democrat. Yeah, that would have helped. <laughs> Unfortunately. All right, Luke Johnson, basketball tonight, I believe. The women are on the floor tonight, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, women's women have Valpo tonight at 6 p. 
p.m., men tomorrow night against South Dakota State, and then later in the week, women host uh, North uh, Dakota on Friday, um, and then uh, North Texas on uh, in, in Sanford on Saturday. So a lot of a lot of basketball. Yeah, week. but man, people are scratching their heads already, going, "What? What's Four up with this?" Go- yeah, I know, I know, but and and. Uh, Donovan Ivory yesterday on Twitter, he said, "Don't, don't. Uh, I'm, I'm badly misquoting him. I'm just summarizing. Don't jump on the wagon later if you're not on it right now." So. I kind of agree with Donovan. I mean, we're four games in, and I saw a thread this morning on the internet wanting to fire the basketball coach. I mean, come on, come on. When does it stop? <laughs> well, the the conference games don't start, you know, until just right after Christmas. So you right. still have about a month to go before they. So, so the women have no, The women are on a roll. The women are playing very well, but uh, guys, uh, start with you, Luke. The men missed a lot of free throws in that tournament. Uh, did not shoot the ball very well. Uh, that's that's the problem, right? They're, now, they're going to live and die by the mid-range jump shot. That's how this team's identity is going to be. Um, what you're really missing is what Hase did as a as a big man to be able to shoot from outside. Hase really wasn't like a big per se, right? I mean, he's tall, but I mean, he was much more of a shooter. And so he was uh, a small big or a big small. Yeah. They're, <laughs> so they're going to have to have some of these other guys to to step up and and shoot. And this is again why. I don't know what the NCAA is going to do with Curbelo. Probably at this point you don't expect him to be able to play, but it's just you, you can't leave to for a better, I don't know, a better term, just to leave a guy in eligibility purgatory right. because that's that's what's happening right now. Make a decision. Make a decision and let people know. Right. And and I think but, but Southern Miss fans also need to understand that it doesn't whatever the Eagles wind up being in the regular season, what matters is the Sunbelt tournament because and so this yeah. is a one bid league it's one of those things you know? where you know later on you would say man i wish we were playing like we were at the first part of the season oh i wish we played yeah, our bad da, da, yeah. da, da. at verse right. oh wow we finally hit our stride and with right. the and with the new nit rules with the way that they've rearranged things so they can grab more power five school it's going to be tough to make the nit field right and, and look being the dedicated servant that i am I want you both to know that I have already made arrangements to go to Pensacola and cover the tournament for this program when they play down there in March. So you're going to do that. I know, I know, I know. The sacrifice never ends, but you're talking about taking one for the team, man. That that's always Kelly. You can count on me, man. That that's something like a, like the original abacus. You can count on me. I could do a live report from the Oyster House down there. Yeah, that's mm. my next comment was going to be uh, these <laughs> these reports and coverage will magically be right in the best food that Pensacola has to offer. Well, while you and I are standing in the rain and cold up in Laurel, oh no, and Luke is going too. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, we already made this was this was a an I'm executive decision. Executive. We could only take two people, so no, the oyster, we had to make a call. No, the oyster house said we can only afford, <laughs> afford you two. Bring Santa along and we'll go broke. You know? All right. Uh, we're gonna get Heather Brown over here from Magnolia State Bank. We've got a great two hours from downtown Lowell. It's a beautiful place. We're looking forward to continuing the show. Hope you'll stay with us.
Southern Miss to the top. All right, everybody, welcome back. Super Talk Eagle Hour on the road, two hours, downtown Laurel today. Special show and a special guest, Heather Brown from Magnolia State Bank, joins us right now. Heather, we're sitting right here in front of these 101 Christmas trees. Talk a little bit about this event because this is, like, really cool. It's so cool. I just turned around and saw Thomas the Train staring at me. I mean, you just never know who you're going to see. Oh, the tree, yeah. He wasn't. He, I was hey, looking around to see who Thomas the Train he, is. He wasn't on there when we were here at 9 a.m., Heather, because they had a rain jacket on him. They, they oh, took, you're so right. right yeah. You're so right. I was wondering. Okay, yeah, Thomas the Train is here. I hear that there's a tree rex, a roarsome, yes. a roarsome idea. I don't yeah. know who would think of that, who's so clever. Mm, mm. Um, and then there's a candy tree trees there's it is just so cool to see the creativity that these businesses come up with one of the dentist's offices came up with the molar express is that right not the polar polar. there is a um tooth fairy as well um one year we had the cookie monster i'm looking for him i don't know if he's back here but he was a big blue tree cookie monster olaf olaf um, olaf frozen. Is here yeah the um elf on the shelf there's the grinch um there's candy i mean it is just so cool the 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 different ideas that people come up with and they have a lot of fun doing it we Did, we, we mentioned i mentioned earlier you know you and i talked about my football picture on there is Laurel Laurel cheerleaders, former Laurel cheerleaders. Um, Laurel the, Golden Girl, yes, I'm, yeah, I'm there? back there. Okay, uh-huh. good deal. Uh-huh. Blast from the I'll past? Because uh-huh. we're the same age? Later. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Gotcha. Golden right. Girl, get Actually, right. Heather, I drive around at Christmas time in an SUV. <laughs> I'm, I'm the creep in a Jeep. Oh, you are yeah. creep in a Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you really good. house for pictures. <laughs> you, you notice, Heather, I sat between you. And I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm prote- I got I, your I back. I can see. I can see. I can see. I can see. Yeah, what was so funny, last week I was decorating our tree, and the lights kept going out. And I was like, dang it. Give me another strand. Give me another strand. And I was getting so aggravated. Well, come to find out, the lights go to the music. Sync <laughs> Synchronized, yeah. <laughs> they kept, they kept wow. going off. <laughs> wow. I was so bad at the lights. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, wait a minute. How cool is this? And so mm. that's new. That the, the music started last year. Each year, they have upped their game, mm-hmm. literally. And it, even down to the science of um, of of. of hooking up your trees so when you signed in you got a pink pvc pipe that went to the pink pvc pipe extension cord i mean they put so much work into this and the coordination of it of it all and to not blow a fuse and to not you know it's just so cool y'all i'm just so proud of it proud to be a part of it heather it's just one of so many things that occur in downtown laurel and for people that they listen to this show on on the podcast form and or not from this area. Uh-huh. Kind of put in perspective everything that's happened down here because it truly is amazing. It's too much. That's, There's too amazing. much to. I mean, it is just so amazing. Every, it seems like when you can't come up with another event, another event comes up, mm-hmm. and everyone's on board with it. And you know, it's we're a part of a lot of different communities. Um, Magnolia State Bank is, and and so proud to be a part of those communities. I do a lot in Laurel, and very proud of it. But the community is like no other here in Laurel, where everyone just comes together to help and be a part of something 
so much bigger. We have fun doing it. You know, that's I, I the... Know. And you're not going to say this, but you're really... You're sort of the motivator down here. <laughs> and, uh, hey, you have, been, you have been for all all <laughs> Really? Uh, you really? like that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. You liked it. Uh, you can use the it's, hashtag. It's true, though. Want. It's true. <laughs> You'd agree with that, right, Luke? Downtown Heather Brown. Look, this, is a, this is kind of like... This lady's kind of like <laughs> this the is, motor behind she, the... It's fun. We have there's just y'all, it's just fun. And when you have people that care the people they don't they're not people don't just sit on the Laurel Main Street board to sit on the board. You don't just sit on the United Way board to be on the board. You do it because you want to make it better. And the heart it, it's here in Laurel and the downtown heartbeat is strong. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I, like I said, I'm just proud to be a part of it and be a cheerleader for our downtown. But this was a fundraiser, though. Each of the companies that participated, yeah. the businesses, you mm-hmm. know, paid for the tree. They decorated it. But I'm mm-hmm. intrigued because I'm a money guy. Right. I mean, that's that's my thing. Got it. I, but, but when people That means come, he didn't have money. But so we talk he, about but it. But he talks to maximize. I'm trying to maximize potential. Right. All right. So, but you're letting people go through for Free. Free. Now, now, more there, than day or night. Now there is a donation Correct. place where they can, you know. But man, Correct. I, this is free I to know. take your can, kids. Are you kidding me? Can you see me? the Grinches coming out of them a little? No, bit. I'm, oh, I'm just saying people like, would be walk. people would be glad to pay to get into something like this. Easily, and they're, let, and they're letting them go for free. Easily, easily. It's the Christmas spirit, Kelly. Bah, <laughs> bah, humbug. <laughs> okay, we don't like bah humbugs. That's, it. That's exactly right. Go back down there. We're trying to raise money for the United Way here. We though. are. You know. You know. So last year they had to cut the trees off because we had so many people wanting to participate. Oh really? And so it's a hundred dollars a trip. That no, was more than that now. Um. And it, I mean, it's amazing. People yeah. just want to be a part of it. A hundred and one, right? A hundred and one. Last year they had hundred and twenty, and I think the, with electricity we kept tripping everything. <laughs> and I mean, you cannot say enough good stuff about uh, Dixie Electric and yeah. Polly. Oh my gosh, what an amazing But it stays on have. all the time. After they'll, they'll kick off tonight and Betsy mm-hmm. Ivy will be on a little later and walk us through what's going to happen at 6 o'clock. But yeah, mm-hmm. it stays on the, the whole time and uh, you come by different times. But you know what I get excited about is there'll be a there'll be a, a side to it where people will bring their family, their kids, their grandkids. Uh, but then there'll be, a you know, the with people coming in for the holidays from the outside tourists, it's an opportunity, you know, for, for people to do that as well. Right. And you know, there's so we we do so many things downtown where we we utilize different parts of downtown. Yep. For example, Chili Cook Off is on Central Avenue. We shut down Central Avenue and and have all of our cook teams. Uh, the Crawfish is on Front Street. You shut down Crawfish and bring people that way. I mean, um, Front Street and bring people that way. Loblollies all over Everything, downtown. Yeah. This. Is such a cool area. I'm pointing mm-hmm. like the rest of the world can see what I'm talking about, but it is it's somewhere that you don't normally use. It, downtown. It's right. Ne- I had to describe it earlier. It's right. It's right next to the screen where we use the back lot. Yeah. You know, in June for for, for movie, movie night. night. So we don't really use this area. You know, except Down from for the memorial. The summer. You know, and that's that's the funny part is so many people, you know, these businesses, they don't have anywhere to park downtown. I'm like, dude, we have a full parking lot right here. All you got to do is walk two little steps. Hey, look, I got to ask you about something else. Yeah. I I just saw uh, you had this wildlife (gasps) cook-off. All right, now... What would the what was the most unusual thing you saw cook there? Now, well, preface this is Jasper County. So Jasper yeah, County, yeah. Jasper County. I think it was the redfish from um, from Lake Edens. We said it. 
<laughs> yeah, we said they caught red red snapper from Lewin, but yeah. that's not what it was. We were but, kidding. But we were yeah, kidding. I mean, no. So I was worried. I have to admit, I was really worried what we were going to get, and we had some of the best dishes: pheasant gumbo, amazing. Uh, gator crab cakes. I'm not a gator person, but just it looked yummy. It tasted yummy. Really? Oh my God, it was so good. And then my favorite was the redfish cheese poppers. Oh my God, so good, y'all. I mean, it was, so I didn't have any strange, weird, oh, you know, coon mm. or squirrel or mm. whatever. I've actually eaten coon. What? So I've heard it's lots good. of It's good. It's greasy, but it's good. Yeah. But, but uh, y'all, it was delicious. Was and everybody good? said that. I mean, we had, I cannot, I, I, we had 11 teams, 18 entries for dishes, fish, fowl, or fur. And I was blown away at the creativity of some of these dishes. And the, the, the taste, I was, it, mm-hmm. it was good. So was the alligator not tough? Every time no. I've eaten alligator, it was it tough. It was a crab cake. It was, it was a gator cake. It really? Cut in, yeah. As long as a guy named Hannibal Lecter doesn't show up and says, "I want," right, you know. right, right. But we had um, what uh, Bruce Mitchell from Swamp People was there. He was he was funny, and he he raved. He's the Gator Man. He catches them or whatever, and he 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 did say that this Gator cake was some of the best he's ever had. Mm. So, you know, when they came to us in Bay Springs about doing a Jasper County cook-off, I said, you know what? This is what just you cook, you, you hunt and you fish in Bay Springs. You know, it makes mm-hmm. sense. So we had a great event. It, was, it looked like fun. It was a lot of fun. And this one, so tonight we'll be here with our tree, our green tree. There's my other hint. It's a green tree. Mm. Um, I do have to go do a little work to it because the storm last night might have made it a little But with y'all's marketing department at Magnolia State Bank, you and I have determined you probably have hologram technology. Of course we do. Yeah. Of course we do. Yeah. Well, a, a, gr- <laughs> a green tree. I think I know where you're going with this. Ah, though. do you? Because last year, some? last year it cost 20 bucks, and after the Biden administration, it's now a $78 oh, tree. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> This is kid friendly. <laughs> it's kid friendly. Heather Brown, thank you for sponsoring us here today. Of course, we would. We love being a part of Super Talk and coming on on Jones County. Good morning, Jones County. They we treat just appreciate you good, y'all. Right. They treat me very nicely. Thank uh, you very much. Uh, we just. I know who to call. We need to That's sneak right. it in real quick. Mustangs and the Tornadoes plan for a South State Championship on Friday. Go Tornadoes! But you'll be at the West Jones. I hope game. My daughter's not listening. Yeah, you'll be at, you'll be at the West Jones game with <laughs> exactly. Laurel. With my Laurel here on, 100%. You're the best, Heather. Thank you for everything you do. <laughs> Thank you so That's much for da- everything. Downtown Heather Brown. Get downtown right. Heather Brown. Magnolia State Bank just asked for downtown <laughs> That's right. Heather Brown. We'll be right back. <laughs> You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right. We want to thank uh, downtown Heather Brown from Magnolia State Bank, uh, one of our sponsors today, along with Hellfighters and Planet Fitness. We appreciate them uh, having us down here. 
Uh, we're in downtown Laurel. What, what do they call Panther? Prancer Path. And Prancer during path. the break, uh, Heather showed me it's called Tree Rex. Yes. Yeah. Magnolia State Banks, and it's a real T Rex inside of a Christmas tree. Uh, so I know where your picture is because I saw the picture of Coach Taylor, Mike Taylor. Right by Coach Taylor. Yes, yeah, so West Jones has a tree back okay, there. Okay, okay, go. gotcha. That makes sense. And and as we speak, the ladies are decorating these trees back here. Yeah, it's the, fantastic. It's, Opens at 6 o'clock tonight. You're invited to bring the kids and the grandkids. and You know it's going to be beautiful at night, 101 trees uh, lit up here. So we're, we're really happy to be here, and we uh, thank our friends here in Laurel for having us over. Uh, Joey Hawkins uh, doesn't have a tree, and we can't find his picture on any tree. We've been looking. Joey Hawkins is out of his tree. Bob. He is out of his tree. That is why we can't find him. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Did you hear that, Coach? Yeah, I'm hearing all this stuff. Yes, yes. <laughs> all right, Coach. So uh, starting this weekend, high school uh, playoff football. I wanted to get your analysis of the season. What 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 may have been, what may have been the biggest surprise for you during the football season? Well, so far there's really not been any just huge surprises or major upsets. Um, you know, if you look at it, um, Madison Central beating Tupelo was an upset, and now they're playing Starville. Old Grove and Brandon. Brandon will be the first game. I don't think they'll do it again. So those four sets. Michael Farron, his first year in Veneta, has got them playing South Panola. That's going to be a war now. South Panola's not as good as they were back in their heyday, but they're really good. And pick a Union West Jones the game of the it's the game of the week down here in the South. That's going to be an incredible game. Uh, well, let me ask you this, Coach, uh, and – a lot of people may know the answer to this, but but I saw in, in a publication I read earlier this week that Greenville St. Joe, a school that I'm familiar with, won some other kind of state championship in a in a different league. Are, are you aware of what I'm talking about? No, they they won a three eight uh, MAIS league this past week. Okay, okay, so that's already been settled. Yeah, yeah, they beat Grenada Kirk. Grenada Kirk had had a. You know they'd been struggling. They were uh, twelve or twelve and zero in uh, uh, Greenville. St. Joe beat them six and nothing in the state championship game uh, last uh, weekend. Right, I got you. I, I got to tell you, Coach Hawkins, as I chime in here, one of the things that I think is a surprise, and I'm not saying this, this to be patronizing because of where we're sitting at this minute, but at the beginning of this season, Laurel High School, the tornado, they couldn't play dead in a John Wayne Western. They were they were awful. Well, that was some. There were some big big time gangsters. They were fighting in the streets of that western, though. <laughs> yes, it was. Well, they they had the enough. toughest five A schedule by far. In fact, we just had we taped. Uh, we just had Ryan Ernest home, and he says that schedule where they were getting their doors blown off came back to help them. He knew it would, and and I'm telling them and Gauthier, both of them are scoring a lot of points. It's going to be another great game this weekend. But Laurel, they they have the worst record of any team, I think, that's still left in the playoffs. So they're they're, playing, they're yeah. seven and six, but they started with West, Hattiesburg, Jefferson Davis County, Meridian, Oak Grove, Macomb, and then they started winning, and they won like six out of the last seven. And good for them. Yeah, I mean, and and that should be a lesson. Don't fatten up your schedule with easy cream puff. Absolutely. Opponents. Yeah, and West Jones, the yeah. other hands. This is the game, Coach Hawkins. You mentioned, uh, but you know. Kind of uh, some interesting development. Chris Davis, who big-time running back for Picayune, I mean, he's uh, he's suspended for the first half after he got ejected last week, and that uh, that's uh, that's pretty wild development for that game. Yeah, that's that, that's gonna hurt him. I mean, it really is. Uh, 
Pick a unit if you had him for four quarters. They're the only team, I think, that uh, – I mean, Wes Jones, I mean, think about it. They've only given up 43 points in 12 games, less than four points a game. I mean, so without him, it, it doesn't look good for picking him. Um, Coach, I do want to ask you, we were talking private a minute ago, but but Hartfield really coming out of you know nowhere uh, but and, and knocking off uh, perennial powers on their way to the championship. Reed Julioski and, and Chris Davis, I'm sorry, Chris Jones, um, both on that team, man. Those are both uh, Southern Miss commits, and hopefully Golden Eagles will be able to hold, hold them on. But Julioski went for, what, 2,000 yards this season? That's right, yeah. He had 30 carries for 223 the other night. He's, he's going to be used as a hybrid tight end. He's 6'4", 215, runs legit 4'5", and just a great young man. I'm telling you, uh, they're gonna, he'll be a guy you just flex out. He, you know, he, he really can't put his hand down, but you can flex him out, and uh, he can get open. He's got unbelievable hands, great speed, 6'4". And then Chris Jones at linebacker, it, it, he'll start next year at Southern Miss as a true freshman. Watch and see. Coach Hawkins, I've got a question that I get asked all the time, and you would be the guy that would know this answer. People ask me all the time, how are schools in Louisiana allowed to play for the Mississippi Association of Independent Schools when it comes to uh, conference and uh, state playoffs? Well, uh, along, you know, it's, uh, if you, if that's been going on for 50 years, okay, and you got these right. small, you got these small schools in Louisiana, they do have a um, a private school class, but it's near Baton Rouge and New Orleans. When you go north, there's no schools that way. So Mississippi, uh, Mississippi grandfathered them in. I'm telling you, in the 70s, and so that's it's kind of wild, but it's just normal for people that's been in that league. But wouldn't you think that if you're a Louisiana school, you'd have much more pride in winning a Louisiana? St- no, and again, this hasn't come into play that I know of. Uh, There's no schools. There's no schools in that area. Once you get uh, 30 miles north of Baton Rouge, all the way up, there's no. There's not even a league. Yeah, but you don't have to. You don't have to play private, though, do you? No, but they want to play private because they'd get killed in (laughs) in some of these towns. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you have it. There you have it. (laughs) There you go. I just gave you an honest answer. Yeah. All right, Coach. What what is the what is the biggest high school playoff game in the state Friday night? I, I, there's a lot of really good ones uh, in this area. It's uh, I think it's picking you and West Jones. But I'm telling you, Popperville. We we had uh, Jay Beach on the show. He's got eight new starters on offense. They got beat pretty good earlier. They're coming. I know Columbia's a heavy favorite, but Popperville uh, is going to play them pretty good. But but the matchup is going to be – Lewis is unbelievable this year. If Lewisville and Columbia hit head-to-head in the 4A, that would be one of the major Ooh. games. Uh, and then uh, Taylorsville, Velma Jackson. Velma Jackson's given up 20 to see, 38 points on the whole year. They got 10 starters back on offense. Everybody thinks Taylorville is going to win it. I hope they do, but I got Velma Jackson this week. We're um, you know we're pulling for Taylorsville offensive coordinator Lane Brady, he's a hardcore Southern oh, Miss guy. He was a manager when I played football, and Seth McDonald, great dude, the head coach. Can you you were talking about the Louisiana schools? Can you explain to me why uh, why Simmons is a a South school? 
<laughs> yeah, Hollandale, and Hollandale, Hollandale Mississippi. Simmons, right? uh, yeah, Hollandale yeah. Simmons. But it was a South playoff game. <laughs> I, yeah, I couldn't believe that. I, I, I didn't do no homework. I couldn't believe it. Like, what? But, but I will say this. You know, in 2A football, there's only six schools uh, below uh, I-20 now. It's really weird how the numbers are, you know, get this. It's only 2A. So in 2A, there's only six schools below uh, that. And then there's more schools in A up north. So I don't know how that works. That's crazy. Which is, which is why they should have never, in my opinion, they should have never gone to seven classes. There's not enough schools, and as more as more areas begin to consolidate, we're going to have fewer schools, and I just think it was a mistake. Yeah. Coach, have you Water ever been to Hollandale? It went down? Have you ever been to Hollandale? I'm from Indianola, man. I lived in the Delta for 30 years. Oh, yeah, that's I know right, yeah. yeah. So how, oh, do, yeah. how do you how – do how do you continuously produce that quality of a high school football team in a community that small? That is a great point. Hollandale Simmons, uh, over the last 20 years, has just been amazing. Uh, they always have athletes, and they must. I don't know their coaches, but they must be pretty good because they get them close every year. You know. Mm-hmm. But it's a tiny place, as you know, Coach. Oh, I'm telling you, it's like, but just. You know, tradition breeds out of these small towns and just keeps coming. And um, once you have pride in your school and the parents still support that school, it, it adds a lot of value to it. Coach, we appreciate your input very much, and uh, we're going to have a we're going to have a special show on our Hattiesburg station Friday night at six o'clock. Uh, you and uh, Coach Barr will be previewing all the upcoming games, right? That's right. That's right. Six o'clock Friday night, Super Talk Hattiesburg inside the locker room with Joey Hawkins and Neville Barton. We appreciate you, Coach, very much. Thank, Happy thank Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to y'all. All right. We come back, we're going to be talking to Planet Fitness, but there may or may not be a national championship trophy in the mm-hmm. vicinity of our tent here at the Prancer Path in downtown Laurel. Being held by a Southern Miss person. Absolutely. We want to add. We'll be right back, downtown Laurel. Stay with us. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, I want to thank Joey Hawkins for explaining to us why those Louisiana schools are not playing public school football because they would quote quote the coach get killed, and why Hollandale Simmons is a South classification. Team. Well, I said the same thing about Knoxville County because I called yeah. the game the Jeff Davis game, Jeff Davis County against Knoxville, and that's that's north of Macon. Yeah, and they're a South. Considered a South Division. Hey, Planet Fitness, uh, the brand new Planet Fitness here in Laurel, is uh, one of the sponsors of our two-hour Super Talk Eagle Hour here in downtown Laurel today. And uh, we're glad to have Natalie Kirk on the phone, who is the manager, I think, of the new business. Natalie, uh, welcome to our program. 
Hi, thank you. We're glad to have you. When I was coming into town this morning, I, I saw the uh, truck out in the parking lot, and then I saw the new building, and the boy, what a what a nice addition uh, to downtown Laurel, and, and got to be pretty exciting uh, to be a part of a community that has done so much for revitalization in downtown. I'm sure you're happy to be here. Oh, we are thrilled to be here. Uh, I lived in Hattiesburg for about 10 years of my life, so Laurel is like another home, so we're really excited to bring the judgment-free zone there. Isn't it cool what they've done down here? What, what I, I'm sure that had a lot to do with where you wanted to locate the new business. Um, yeah, I mean, Main Street, um, that whole association and, and everything that the, the businesses have brought into downtown Laurel, and, and we're just right there on the outside of it. And the Planet Fitness is within walking distance, and it's, it's a great little hub um, yep. as of now. So we're excited. Well, tell us tell us about the new business here and what all you guys are offering uh, to the community. Okay, so we are um, we are the thirteenth location in our franchise in Mississippi. Um, we've got one hundred ninety four uh, in the U.S. So this Planet Fitness will be bringing. We've got about sixty four pieces of brand new cardio. Um, we have two membership options. Really, it's a ten dollar classic. And then a black card that is twenty four ninety nine a month. Now, with the black card, you get access to the black card spa. Uh, that's one of the great features. We'll have tanning in there. We'll have a wellness pod. We'll have a hydro massage bed, massage chairs. And um, there's a lot of other great benefits, like bringing a guest with you. You can go to over 2,400 locations. Um, so that's what we're wow. going to have at this one. Yes. It's going to be beautiful. All right, Natalie. Explain to my, my associate here, my good friend <laughs> Kelly Sander, how Planet Fitness can help him become a better person. Ooh, what a great question. Well, so Planet Fitness does not just offer cardio and strength equipment. We offer a family atmosphere and a whole wellness experience. So one of the things you do get with every membership is free fitness training. So if your friend wanted to get a whole new program worked out, sit down with the trainer, go over any goals, um, and then the trainer can write a workout program for them. Um, and then what also, about what about? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, what about like my face and my personality? Is there anything? <laughs> okay, well, no one can help that, but. Um. <laughs> Boy, Natalie, truer words have never been spoken. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. Look, we will help. We can help the personality for sure. Uh. He, per- he perked up a lot at the uh, massage chair. Maybe you ought to explain a little more to him about that. Sound that for Kelly? That sounds like a good workout. It's a yeah, that's going to be a deep- hydro massage. So the massage chair is going to be your deep tissue massage. That hydro massage, you're going to lay there for 10 minutes while warm water, high pressure, goes up and down your body. Um, it's it's mm-hmm. amazing. You can relax and recover from your coworkers that are being mean to you in the hydro massage bed. <laughs> See, she does know me. She does know Trust me. us, Natalie. He deserves everything he gets from us. <laughs> hey, most people just All love right, you dear, if, they're, well, if they're teasing you. There you go. Well, we really appreciate you uh, being on Super Talk. How, how can people join? 
Okay, so you can go to planetfitness.com and go to the Laurel page, um, and you can have your membership offers there. You can download the Planet Fitness app, and you can sign up from there. Or you can go to our pre-sale site, which is the uh, enrollment trailer that is wrapped with the judgment-free zone there. So they're open Monday through Friday, uh, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., Saturday, 9 to 5. And then I wanted to let y'all know about our radio remote event, our sneak peek that we have on December 9th from 2 to 4 outside the club, where you can get a sneak peek at the club, and we're raffling off big-ticket items from 2 to 4. There'll be food, games, things like that. All right, great, great talking to you. We are glad to have you here in Laurel, and uh, we really appreciate you helping us uh, be down here today, Natalie. Hope uh, hope you'll visit with us again really soon. Yes. Thank you so much. Have a happy Thanksgiving, all right? We'll see you soon. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you. Natalie Kirk from Planet Fitness. You like the sound of that, that deep deep massage, don't you, Sam? And they were talking about personality. They say you can tell a lot about a person's personality by the t- kind of car they drive. Yeah. Well, I don't have a car. <laughs> he does. It leans to one side, right? <laughs> the clown car. Right? Yeah, remember absolutely. That? Remember the time he left the Ramies and they were... D- Dakota and Tony what's, were said. What's next on the Eagle Hour? Hey, national champions from Jones College to start off our yeah, second hour. Jones College. It's, it's going to be fun. I'm Bobcats. Gonna, I'm going to take a break this second. Bobcats. Bobcats. We'll be right back. To the top. Southern Miss to the top. Two-hour version of the Eagle Hour continues. We're live in downtown Laurel at the corner of Liberty Street and Fifth Avenue. Prancer Path kicks off tonight. We'll be visiting with Betsy Ivey from the United Way a little later, telling you all about Prancer Path. Ryan Ernest, head coach of Laurel High School, uh, will join us in the third segment. Lee Roberts will join us in the next segment of the special two-hour edition of the eagle hour we're about to celebrate some national champions happy to be joined now from jones college the uh, brand new women's soccer division two national champions dolores deasley head coach mary bradley mccardle from south jones and all the way from nigeria the mvp of the national tournament cc otai and uh, coach congratulations thank you thank you 17 one and one coming been a long time coming yeah i mean you've won like over 200 games right so it eventually (laughs) had to happen right at jones college but you know what a season for uh for your your ladies uh they they got it done and and just kind of tell us what the last i guess the last week's been like oh it's been a emotional roller coaster but I, i wouldn't give it up for anything it's been fantastic um you know we were out in tucson arizona for a full 10 days and it felt like about three months um but just super proud of the girls and how they represented mississippi and obviously jones college um you know just from start to finish and and coming back obviously with the trophy um it's been a long time coming for me and it's been a, a dream come through and you know just thankful that we were able to do it with this group of girls and it's been been a, a pleasure 
There's uh, it's been it's been a, a minute since you and I were at Southern Miss together. You were coaching, assistant coaching the Lady Eagles. I was still a football player, but you know you you look back and and really your your life has been you've planted yourself in one spot in Ellisville, and you know this uh, I was looking up your record two oh nine fifty and ten in in sixteen years. It's a long time. <laughs> but it's been it's been really good. I mean, no, nah, it's been brilliant. I mean, I, I had the opportunity to come down to Southern Miss after graduating from from Hofstra in 2004. Um, Gail Macklin was the the head coach of Southern Miss back then. I had the opportunity to come in as as her graduate assistant coach. Um, my connection would would have been Brona Gallagher back then. I don't know if you remember her, um, a, a, a local Donegal girl. So she was the one that really recruited me down to, to Hattiesburg. And I think when when she first asked me, I was like, heck no, am I going to Mississippi? <laughs> Why the heck would I do that? Um, so about three weeks later, I was I packed up the car and, and on I came and uh, haven't looked back since. So obviously Southern Miss is where I got my start and, and got to learn so much under um, Coach Gale and Claire Ray was the assistant back then. Um, and then the opportunity fell to, to meet up with, with Dr. Smith and interview with him for a, a job at, uh, at Jones. Um, that started in 2006 as an assistant coach. Um, 2008, he decided to split up the program, so I got to take over the woman. And, and the guy that was coaching both teams at the time took over the men. That was Oleg. Um, and, yeah, just been there since and got to finally build a program. And, you know, it's taken all our alumni all through the years to help us get to where we are today. And, and I'm sitting right now with a whole group of special, talented players and obviously a great assistant coach as well. So doesn't get any sweeter than this. It doesn't. We'll get Coach Brooke in in just a moment. Let's talk about some of those special players sitting here with us. Mary Bradley McCardle from South Jones High School and uh, CCO Todd, the MVP of the national tournament. Now, I'm, I'm looking at, CC, I'm looking at your stats this year. Uh, 19 goals, um, six of those game winners, but uh, not only a national champion, but the most valuable player in the national tournament. What's what's the last week been like for you? Mm. If I, I don't know what to say, it's been like business as usual. Like I, I used to tell my teammates, this is business. I know I'm a playful player. I love to play. I love to dance around. But I know when it's business. And last week was business for me. I'm like, it's been a long season. And we've walked our bus off to, you know, win something. Like, we cannot win anything tangible this season. So... Shout out to my teammates. They were there making sure everybody was, you know, focused. Our captains, they were making sure everybody was focused to the cause that we have for the season. And I'm happy we did that. It is a long way from Aba, Nigeria to Ellisville, Mississippi. Um, but, but you're glad you, you came, right? Yeah. The journey started from Polk State College, where I transferred from. Shout out to my best coaches from there coach randy billy and his wife they they made it possible i couldn't have been in u.s without them so i say big thanks to them mary bradley uh, mccardle from uh, from south jones it's, it's not a very long trip from south jones to <laughs> to jones college but literally making the trip right across uh, the town you you got all of y'all were, were um really excited when i mentioned the fact that you got homes in the national tournament after they were the only team to beat you guys in the regular season that was really sweet right. wasn't it yes it's something that 
basically when we got there, we beat them. We were like, okay, well, that was a final anyway, <laughs> you know, but we had to go again. But it was, the energy was unbelievable. The yeah. the congratulations we got just after beating Holmes from the uh, team last year and just everybody that was also on the team this year. It was just revenge for sure. So, so. so what does it mean for you to be a Brave and the great program that you guys have at South Jones and then to go across the town and now be a national champion for Jones College? Right. Uh, Coach Hamilton was actually there on our welcome home, and she just gave me the biggest hug, and I just started crying. Um, it's just one of those things where, you know, a lot of people say, oh, Jones is just like a, you know, another high school basically when you leave, but it's not. It's bigger than that. Um, when you came to Jones, it's family. It's a little bit of everything, and just coming into the soccer program just made it even better from coming from South Jones to Jones. Wouldn't have changed it, honestly. And, CC, talk about that. I mean, the fact of having an international, um, you know, opportunity now. It's, it's hard sometimes because different culture, different place, but it just seems like Jones has been a family, and, and, it, and it's been that way this year for you. Um, my coaches has made this culture in the team that we are like a family. Like, you can't even tell that I'm an international student because of the love and that we share amongst ourselves. You know, we are always together. We do things together. We go to practice together. We come back together. In fact, we are all over each other's faces. You know, it's been glorious. Like, it's been a very deserving season for us. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that we won this national tournament. I've known all along, but I cannot just share the vision. You know, we have to work. And if I tell some of them that they might not, like, really understand, but I knew it was coming. Yeah. Yeah. Dolores, is that the secret of, of the fa- the family aspect of it? Yeah, I mean, definitely we've, we've created a, a sweet culture there at Jones, but that doesn't just start with us, the coaching staff. It's uh, it's really our, our entire campus. You know, you, you look around and Jones just has this culture where you don't get the feeling like, you know, people are not just coming to work and leaving. Um, people are, are there and they're truly invested from, you know, our, our housekeeping staff to our, our House, sorry, housekeeping or pe- people in the cafeteria. Um, you know, our faculty, we have the best faculty you could ask for and they're super understanding and work, work very well with the student athletes when it comes to missing classes and everything else. And, you know, just from the top, Dr. Smith, our president, all the way through our entire administration, it, it really does come from the top and, and it's instilled in all of us. So it's, yeah, it's, like I said, it's it's not just something I've created. It's That's our campus yeah. as a whole. And, and, you know, for me personally, that's probably why it's kept me there so long. I've never wanted to be anywhere else. So good yeah. stuff. Let's get uh, let's get assistant coach Tori Brook in. Uh, you guys switch out uh, headphones right there. Back to uh, to Mary Bradley McCarl and CC Ota. So so um, hometown hometown girl and international star <laughs> now. It, it's just cool when you look at how soccer bridges countries and cultures. I know that being the hometown, it's cool to see people from the outside want to be Coming in Ellisville as well. Yeah. Um, just one of those things where you wouldn't think people would, I guess you'd say, look at Ellisville as uh, another home, but me being hometown and then Cece coming in, and we have six internationals on our team. It's just amazing how Ellisville can bring so many together yeah. as well as long as soccer, too. you got two more internationals because there is Irish flavor with uh, <laughs> with Dolores, but your assistant coach is from Leeds, England, Tori Brook. <laughs> That's and, right. Uh, you love these accents that we have. What's it been like for you this season and then winning this national championship? 
a dream come true. I've been ever since Dolores brought me on. Um, that's all we've talked about is winning a national championship, and we've been knocking on the door for the last couple of years now. And it feels pretty special to finally be able to bring it home to Ellisville. So. They were they were talking about the family aspect uh, for you. Um, what's what's been the secret? What's been different about this squad this year, and finally being able to to get through the door and win a national championship? This team's just come together. They just keep showing up for games, and I think uh, we had uh, we lost there in the the region tournament, and I think that really just brought us together even more right before we went to that that national tournament. So I think the I think it was planned out the way it was supposed to be all year, and we went to that national tournament hungry and ready, and there was there was we wasn't planning on losing there. So. Are you a lead supporter, by I the way? Am. Okay. Yeah. So growing up as a lead supporter, you knew that your life was you were going to come to Jones County, Mississippi, and uh, and work in Ellisville and win a national. <laughs> championship right that's, that's right how, that's how it works out right? right that was the plan all along ever since i was born so yeah <laughs> so what what can you say about about cc you know being the uh, the the mvp of of the national tournament it's pretty special to have the mvp on your squad pretty special yeah and we had some other uh, big awards as well we had uh, defensive player um in yona and we had uh attacking mvp as well in hillary so yeah i mean it was special to pick up all them awards and we had a couple on the all tournament team too so yeah we just i mean swept up on the awards this year too special team so uh mary bradley and cc just reach out and touch that you're you're national champions (laughs) and so i know next year uh so at some point in the spring or the fall You'll get those rings, right? You're, you already uh, yeah. have pictured yourself. Yeah, you can be cool and get a pinky ring. Yeah, that's, a, that's okay. <laughs> Put them on all, to yeah. do that, yeah. uh, Jones College uh, assistant soccer coach Tori Brook, uh, head coach uh, Dolores Deasley, Mary Bradley McArdle, and uh, CC Ota. Thanks so much for joining us on the Eagle Hour today. Congratulations! Thank you very much. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Eagle Hour will continue from the Prancer Path and Laurel Lee Roberts up next. Stick with us on the Eagle Hour. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, welcome back to the show from downtown Laurel. I want to thank the ladies from the Jones College National Championship soccer team for joining us. Brought that national championship trophy uh, over here. Pretty cool. What would you say about another national championship at Jones College, Kelly Sander? Good for them. <laughs> no, yeah, we, we 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 kid about the Jones Pearl River thing, you know. Hey, if Pearl River, if Pearl River won a natty, I would acknowledge. I mean, it's big for Mississippi, of man. Co- it's no, huge. of course, I'm I'm playing. Of course, I'm thrilled, and and I'm always about the kids. I right. mean, you know, congrats, yeah, whatever. It, whether it's tiddlywinks, and the national what's, championship. What's incredible about that about Dolores? I mean, she's a golden eagle, and she just you know just again reminded. That's where she got her start. Was at Southern Miss, and yeah. now two hundred. River did win a national baseball championship a couple of years ago, and some of those players are now playing for Southern Miss. Yep. You know? All right, Lee Roberts uh, played for Southern Miss, as you well know. He's a great friend of ours and uh, always, happy to happy, always happy to have him on the Eagle Hour. And normally he's on Monday, but we changed things up a little bit this week, and he joins us now. And, Lee, before we get started, breaking news just about 30 minutes ago. I guess you saw it at the same time I did, the – 2024 season football opener against Ohio State has been canceled 
mutually agreeable by both schools. The University of Southern Mississippi will play the Kentucky Wildcats instead of the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, your thoughts about that, Lee Roberts? You know, it's just kind of interesting. Just recently, we were kind of talking about the future schedule at Southern Miss, and you know, Ohio State was that team that, that came up, and you know, that's a place that I've never been. So I kind of back of my mind was looking forward to to going to Ohio State and just kind of seeing that atmosphere. But you know, it it is what it is, and um, obviously, you you mentioned it. Both teams mutually agreed, and um, Jeremy. McLean's able to get it rescheduled for University of Kentucky. And I actually, I like that. I like it a lot. We've been to Lexington. We've played there. We beat Kentucky there. They've come to our place. I think that's, uh, I think that's going to be a really good fit. Obviously, that's a program that is doing a lot of great things as well. But, um, yeah, so, so right. not, not, not really disappointed in losing Ohio State, but I'm more really excited that we picked up Kentucky. I think that'll be a, a really good matchup next year. All right, one more to go this year. Obviously, Saturday morning, uh, Troy comes into town. I think they've already won the Western Division. Lee, would you would you anticipate Troy coming in full bore with all their starters, or would you anticipate perhaps they would rest some of their better players and get them ready for the championship game? You know, I could I honestly could see it happening either way, but I, I don't think they'll they'll rest them to start the game. I think they'll, you know, because obviously you get in the the next week, they've got their, um, you know, conference championship. So I think that their starters probably will play to start the game. I know they would love to come in, come in here and, and win and kind of finish that season and, you know, beat Southern Miss one more time. And, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of similarities between these two schools and, and not really on the football field. It has to do with more of the administration. It seems like we've lost administration to Troy and then Troy has lost administration back to Southern Miss so uh, you know there's a there's kind of a, a neat little uh, thing there between um, those folks kind of joining uh, each other's staff but I truly feel like they'll come in here they, they want to come in here and win they want to come in here and kind of keep the, uh, the iron and kettle hot while it's hot and I think they'll come in here and uh, use their starters and then maybe kind of see what happens in the game and they definitely do not want to come in here and get beat so they're not going to come in here and play backups and uh, take a loss that's not what they want to do so it'll be a it'll be a tough task for sure you hear so much of the time Lee. people will say well you want to end the season on a high note and you take that you take that attitude then into the off season is that is that hand overplayed that winning the last game setting the tone for next season um if you're talking about southern miss no i mean i think we have to win this next game to to help set that tone. I'm, I'm sure there are, you know, recruits on the fence. You know, there are some, some guys that have committed to Southern Miss and they want to see how we finish. I think, you know, having a two-game winning streak helped us. A chance late against the Bulldogs last weekend possibly helps us. If we go into our last home game at the Rock and, and lay an egg and not play well, that may that's going to hurt us. So I think for sure you've got you've to finish well and, and not so much. Well, really, I mean, it's it's for recruiting. It is, but two, you want to send the senior class out, you know, as as good as you can, and they can they can be remembered for a team that, you know, struggled in 2023, but the last four games they played extremely well, and they've got a chance to win three of their last four, and I, I think that's what they want to hang their hat on. 
Lee, um, on the Mississippi High School Football Scoreboard Show on Friday, John White gave an extensive interview and kind of doubled down on the fact that nothing's changing him from, from coming to Southern Miss. And, you know, uh, what Ethan Crawford showed, um, again, in a – I thought, you know, Coach Coach Hall told us yesterday there was never really, really any question about Ethan Crawford not starting that game and, and Crawford wanted to play. We'd all speculated about that in, in the right way. But it, it seems like Crawford, you know, will, will be the guy going forward. But, I mean, you're still thankful that you've got highly recruited quarterbacks in the state of Mississippi like John White who's not letting a uh, you know a, a, an underachieving season deter them from being Golden Eagles. Well, you know, if you're John White, obviously you could you could get some other offers come in here that may kind of sway what you are thinking. But you know, he he to me he seems like he's a guy that wants to stay close to home. He wants to stay in the state of Mississippi. He has he has teammates down in Hattiesburg that he wants to come play with. And and honestly, he's he's not going to let Ethan Crawford stand in his way. You know, if if Ethan Crawford is is the guy of the future, John White's going to come in and try to knock Ethan Crawford off, and that's and that's what you would like to see. Is you'd like to see you know a lot of uh, competition in that quarterback room, and you know, so for those things, uh, if if he does stay with his true commitment, I, I'm I'm excited about that for sure. I wanted to ask you, Lee, and I know I get it. The Troy game, eleven o'clock Saturday morning. That's the next thing that needs to be in focus. But I want to I want to sidetrack us for just a second and talk about the potential whoever the new coach is going to be at that school in Starkville any possibility I guess there's always a possibility that whoever could name there that there could be some defections from that school or other places that might be eyeing Southern Miss is is that reasonable yeah no absolutely I mean I think you know once kind of the coaching carousel you know, gets in uh, gets in full steam. It it basically sets off a, kind of a domino effect with with other coaches and other schools. And so, once one university is affected, it begins to to bleed over into others. And yeah, it, it could all definitely um, affect Southern Miss in in many regards, depending on who that coach is. Let's go back to the game uh, last Saturday quickly, Lee. Uh, Six-point game with eight minutes to go. Then the Golden Eagles give up a long run, and then later in the game a pick six. And you know, if 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 if, but if Ethan Crawford had not injured his shoulder, it looked like to me the Golden Eagles were really moving the ball well. The defense was playing well. That was a winnable football game, was it not? Oh, I, I agree. I mean, obviously, you know, we gave him the short field on the on the fumble where Ethan got hurt. Um, but you're but you're six points down in the in the fourth quarter, and any time on a road on the road or really any game, if you can say, hey, you're within striking distance in the fourth quarter, then you you've given yourself a chance. And you know, when you when you come back within six, and then as you said, you give up the the couple runs, the long one, um, they go up by two scores, the pick six, it just kind of kind of sets you kind of sets you back i mean coach hall said it after the game that the game was much closer than the score dictated i mean obviously we were in it we weren't down 21 points it looks it looks super bad on the scoreboard right but yeah in the fourth we're down by Mm -hmm. six points we've given ourselves a chance ethan had had played well obviously when he got hurt billy came in tried to do some things uh it, it wasn't the best day running the football wasn't the best day passing the football but Again, you're in a hostile environment on the road against an SEC team in the state, and uh, we we did we, we gave ourselves a chance late, but uh, again, it just didn't go our way. 
if you can go on the road, play an SEC team, a close game like that at their at their park, doesn't it say, or am I wrong, that the Southern Miss team is better than the three and eight record might indicate? You know, they. I, I truly, I truly believe they are, and and a lot of people will say, well, Mississippi State's not very good this year either, but regardless of what your record is, Mississippi State doesn't want to lose to Southern Miss, and Southern Miss wants to go into Starkville and, and knock off the Bulldogs, regardless, right. like I said, of how their season's going. So, yeah, I think our, our record does not dictate of how good we are. We've we've been close in many, many games. I mean, if you go back to even, you know, the Tulane game, you go back to the Texas State game, go back to Arkansas State. You know, Arkansas State, they just put 77 points on Texas State, and we were, we were close in that one. We were close at Old Dominion. I know it's kind of kind of been that year where you're a, a player two away but uh we're we are definitely as you said much better than the three and eight record we appreciate your time man hope you uh, and your family have a great thanksgiving we'll check back in with you on monday it's going to be a busy week man so a lot of a lot of women's and men's basketball uh to go along with football this weekend so yeah happy thanksgiving to you guys as well Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you, Lee. We appreciate all you do. Coming up next on the Eagle Hour, the head coach of the Laurel Golden Tornadoes, a former Southern Miss Golden Eagle Eagle, teammate of mine on that 2003 championship uh, team for Conference USA. Ryan Ernest is going to join us as uh, we are counting down to the official start of the Christmas season here in downtown Laurel with Prancer Path. The Eagle Hour continues from Laurel right after these commercial messages. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, welcome back to Downtown Laurel, two-hour edition of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. I want to thank our sponsors today, Planet Fitness, Magnolia State Bank. I uh, really appreciate uh, them having us down here. Uh, been great, man. This is just a great place to be and uh, always fun in Downtown Laurel. Happy to have Ryan Ernest join us right now. He's the head football coach of the uh, Laurel Tornadoes, a Southern Miss man, we're happy to say. And uh, his team's getting ready to play for the uh, opportunity to play for the state championship. Coach, I want to, I said this to you off air. Famous basketball coach, the late Denny Crum, said, I could care less how many basketball games I win in November. I only care how many I'm winning in March. Your team was one in five. That doesn't matter, does it, Coach? No. All that matters is how you're playing right now. Not at all. What I've tried to impress upon them is um, we just want to play 15 and win the last one. And, fortunately, now we're playing 14, and um, hopefully we'll have an opportunity to play 15 and maybe win the last one. But that's a little bit far ahead of us. We're focused on this Friday. Coach, you're you're so cool to to not even worry about what I said earlier, but because I called your game against JDC, which obviously Jefferson Davis County a great football Absolutely. team. Absolutely, but man, you guys turned it over six times in that game, and and you had all, were already off to a rocky start, and people were going, "What in the world is wrong with Laurel?" 
What was the turning point in this season? When did the light go off? You know, I, I don't think there really was a turning point. I think the biggest thing, we just continue to try to impress upon our kids. We just got to get to the ones that matter. Um, we knew when we made that schedule that there was a possibility that you could be looking at a 1-5, a 2-4, um, maybe even a 0-6. Um, nobody wants to, to lose any ball games, but, I mean, our biggest thing was just get to the ones that matter. Let's continue to improve, and that's what our guys did, and that's a credit to our coaches and our kids for just being resilient and um, just continuing to get better week after week. But what's interesting to me is we it seems that we live in a society today that always wants to take the easy way out, but, but you're consciously scheduling these big dogs that you're playing against, and iron sharpens iron. Here you are. The record isn't necessarily sexy, but you're still playing, and a lot of other teams who took the easier road are at the house. I'm just a I'm, I'm big believer. Um, guys that mentored me, um, proud of me becoming a head fo- football coach, I always impressed upon me, you got to play tough games early um, so that you know what you have down the stretch. And so um, the great thing about our schedule, it, it kind of allowed us to see everything we needed to see. Um, we, we really don't face any surprises because we, we saw just about every type of football that you could play um, within those first six non-region games. We saw teams that were um, very good at the spread. We got to see a wing T team um, in, in JDC. We got to see what I think is probably um, – one of the best teams, if not the best team in the state of Mississippi, Oak Grove Warriors. We had an opportunity to, to, to play them. So there's not a whole lot that we haven't seen or had been exposed to, and I think that's been real beneficial to us but, down the stretch. But what what did, what did do you tell your team when you're one and four? I just kept telling them everything we want is still right out in front of us. Um, we still have a chance to be a region champion. We still have an opportunity to make the playoffs. And we st- once we get in the playoffs, we have the same opportunity as everyone else. And so that was kind of our message uh, throughout all the adversity, that everything that we want is still in front of us. Well, is this true? I heard an NFL announcer this weekend, and he was talking about a, 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 I want to think it was the Jets. But anyway, he said, when you're one and four, it's not time to be yelling and screaming at your players. It's time to encourage them and tell them how good they can be. Well, I, I think the biggest thing is in, in, in peacetime, um, you press. In times of war and adversity, that's when you have to show them you care about them. And so that's one of the things that we've we've always tried to tell our kids that um, there's nothing they can do. They can't play bad enough to make us stop loving them. We're going to keep coaching them as best as we can. And if they continue to do the right things, uh, things will turn when they're supposed to turn. And so that's kind of been our message to them this year. You being uh, the athletic director and the head coach, have you have you uh, let the person go that was responsible for scheduling West Jones, Hattiesburg, Jefferson Davis County, Meridian, O'Grove, and Macomb back-to-back to back-to-back back, to back. You've let that person go off your yeah, staff. I would, you? I would recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we heard Joey Hawkins say that somebody's going to get killed. Yeah, there we go. But uh, that's correct. Yeah, you you did it. Um, it it's hard to beat a, a team twice. Uh, you beat Gaucher. We we got to beat them twice, Friday. Uh, you already <laughs> beat them once. You already beat Man. them once. So we get to charge them twice. That's yeah. November the second at home between the bricks. You beat them forty-eight to thirty. Uh, great offensive Ooh. performance. Uh, but but what's it going to take this time? Because you know it, it's it's one game. That's all it is. It's, it's a one-game season. I, I, that game three weeks ago will have absolutely no bearing on this game. Um, 
This is for all the marbles. This is for the opportunity to represent the 5A South in the state championship game. Um, we've got to play our best, the best football game we've played all year. We've got to play it Friday, regardless of whether or not we played them before or defeated them before. Coach Hyde does a, a tremendous job at Gaucher. Um He's established that program. It's one of the better programs in our classification. We're going to play very well yeah. against them Friday. Um, you talked about influences, of course. Uh, we can look at Buddy Duke, who coaches for you now. He coached you. We can go to to Jones and Parker Dykes, we can. But the guy that you and I played for together at Southern Miss, um, and I think about the fact that Derek Nix was a GA on that championship team. You and I had so many role models, man, to, yeah. to look up to. But you know, particularly Coach Bauer, maybe some more guys at Southern Miss. How, how did how did that Southern Miss experience shape you into who you are now? I mean, I, just watching Coach Bauer and the way he he ran his program. I mean, I, I don't think you could find a better CEO of a football program than Coach Jeff Bauer. I mean, he just always did a tremendous job of putting us in position on a daily basis to be primed and ready to play at our best on Saturday. I don't, I don't think you find anybody better in the profession than Coach Bauer. Now, Ryan Ernest, you, you certainly made headlines in football, but perhaps our listeners don't know that your baseball history also has a storied past where – You've you've come through clutch, and it's been a few years. But that you have quite quite an extensive baseball resume. Is this true? Yeah, I mean, when people would throw it where I was swinging, I could hit it a pretty long way. <laughs> so it was purely hit the spot. <laughs> a walk off winner, I hear. Yeah, tell. and and twelve year old all stars at the Dizzy <laughs> Dean Field. Now he could hit it, and he could hit it in high school as well. We played against each other all the way coming up. And what's really funny, the, the, the college football connection, there was a guy that was on that all-star team that played for Alabama, Carlos Andrews. And so when we went over there to play him in 2003 and then the next year in 2004, he would talk so much trash to us. And, we, you know, uh, there was a time I got under center in this w- really weird formation, and he's on the punt return team. He's barking at me, I know you since you're 10 years old. You ain't going to run it, you know. But yeah, yeah, looking, looking back at, at those teams, Ryan, I mean – Golly, I mean, we had such a such a here in Laurel and Jones County, man. So many athletes came through here. Exactly, this, this is a special place, um, and some special people have come out of Laurel and Jones County. And um, fortunate to have you know been able to develop relationships with a lot of them and rub shoulders with them. Still great friends with them today. Carlos Andrews is still a really good friend of mine. Um, we talk from time to time. Um, got to see him a few years ago when his daughters were playing in uh, at Holmes County. The year that we won the state championship in basketball, his his old his youngest daughter was an eighth grader, starting on that team, and wow. his, his oldest daughter was the uh, point guard. Both of them were great players. They've moved to Alabama now, and they're still doing great things. I think his old his youngest daughter is on the um, under sixteen national team oh, or wow. something like that. He can hit a ball a long way. Oh yeah. And coach, we talked about you, you playing baseball, but I wanted to get your opinion on this. It seems like more and more youth baseball players are specializing in baseball only, but when we talk to college baseball coaches, they say if they had a choice, they'd they'd like a kid that had been down in a three-point stance at some point in their life. What say you to parents who of baseball players who are only going the baseball route and don't won't play basketball or football or any of those other sports? I I just I think I think they need to seek better advice 
to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, anybody who would tell you to specialize doesn't have your, your child's best interest in mind. Um, you look at the, the great baseball players today in Major League Baseball, your Aaron Judge. He's an All-State football, basketball, and baseball player. And, I mean, I could name several other people. I, I just think that um, the idea that you have to focus on one sport, I, I just think that's it's not good from a physical standpoint because, you know, playing multiple sports allows your body, your muscles, you to train different muscles that you wouldn't normally train when you specialize. So, you know, I, I, I think that's that, that's a mistake on their part. It's not something that I would promote at all. Scott Berry used to tell us that uh, baseball players on his program that had played football were just tougher. They were just tougher kids. They just liked them better. I agree. Um, it, it creates a different football creates a different type of adversity than baseball. Baseball creates a different type of adversity than football, but it's all adversity. And I, and I think that's the goal of sports. It, it puts you in positions where you do have to fail, and you got to pick yourself up. And that's life. I mean, we're, it's it's not about what happens to you; it's how you respond to it. And I think, you know, and that's why my children they won't have a choice. They're going to have to play. They don't have to be very good. But I just love the lessons that that athletics teach young men and women. <laughs> Your kids will be good because they have your genes, okay? <laughs> All-time leading rusher at Laurel High School here, Ryan Ernest, and leading his troops into the South State Championship between the Bricks Friday night. And we wish you nothing but the very best of luck. Coach. Thank you. We, would, we would love to see you, even though the downside is you'd have to go to Oxford. But, you know. <laughs> You could you could hold your nose long enough to win the state championship, am I right, Coach? Well, I've been fortunate enough to coach there in the state championship before, and um, it, it was an amazing experience. I, I love all the Mississippi teams. I'm a Southern Miss guy through and through, but um, got kids playing at Mississippi State, and have had kids in the past at Ole Miss, and um, I, it was a really great experience. And I'm hoping, God willing, that we'll have an opportunity experience. That we hope you we hope you do too, Coach. Best of luck to you, sir. Thank you. We'll be right back and wrap up this two-hour edition of the Super Talk Eagle Hour from beautiful downtown Laurel right after this. Southern Miss to the top. We are live at the Prancer Path in downtown Laurel, Liberty Street and Fifth Avenue, just about three hours away from kicking it off. Luke Johnson, Bob Getty, Kelly Center. Happy to be joined now with Miss Betsy Ivey of the United Way. Yeah. Y'all have been working (laughs) the entire time we've been back here. We have. And uh, it's looking really good. We're at countdown three hours. Tell us about Prancer Path and what's going to happen tonight. Wow, it's coming up. So if I have a little heavy breathing, it's because I came straight off a ladder there, Luke. Um, Yeah, at 6 o'clock, we're going to announce the winners of um, the Christmas trees out here. We've got over a hundred trees on the Prancer Path this year, and all of this is a fundraiser for the United Way of the Pine Belt region. So, third year for uh, for Prancer Path, mm-hmm. and uh, you you guys always adding a little something this year. We've got Blitzen Boulevard, we've got right. Rudolph Road, but we got 
We got synced up music with the lights. Yes, we do. We do. We've added all kind of Christmas music and some synchronized lighting. So some of the trees will be dancing right along with Michael Bublé and the Christmas favorites. Oh, Michael Bublé. That, that is Christmas. He can, yeah, he can, play. He can croon like nobody got a else. little Frank Sinatra maybe, a little Dean Martin <laughs> Christmas stuff as well. Be good rat, old, old Rat Pack. Could yeah. be a little Perry Como mixed in there. I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So this is a fundraiser. Right. Um, and, uh, but at the same time, it not only... It raises funds, and we'll talk about that, but it serves the community because this event's free. It is completely free for the community to come and enjoy. It's a fundraiser because the sponsors of the trees pay money to decorate the tree, and that way we can offer this open to the public. It's After tonight, it'll be open 24-7. You can come as much or as often as you'd like. 24-7. Yeah, 24-7. Are you going to be the 4.55 so a.m. That, that's right. That if you can't sleep, day, come on down and take a stroll. Drop a little money in the donation bucket. <laughs> there we go. Miss Ivy, we're always so impressed with with downtown Laurel. I, I don't believe there's a state in Mississippi that could even come close to what uh, everybody here's done in downtown Laurel. I, I'm going to bet you agree with me. I do, and it's impressive how much has happened in a very short period of time. Yes, There's so no we're, question. We're honored to be a part of it. Yes, we're right here, right in the middle of town. Now, I've been watching you and these other ladies work <laughs> since I got here, so this is great for the public, but boy, oh boy, this is a lot of work. This, this is a beast. It is. It's a labor of love, no doubt about it, but once we started... The community fell in love with it, and it immediately became kind of a holiday tradition for families. There are small children that come through here, and they'll say, I've come to this my whole life, <laughs> even though it's only been open three for three years. years. Right, right, right. But what what do you do each year, Betsy, to outdo yourself? Because that's, that's the thing we hear, is that from year to year to year, there's something new. There's something a little bit different. So, I mean... What do you do for an encore you know, after this year? For I mean, live deer, reindeer. I oh, mean, I don't, I don't know. Oh, don't put me on the spot there. No, but, uh, I, but I, I mean, have... you know, that's tough. It's well, gonna... it is. And actually, we start planning this the minute while we're taking it down. We're thinking about next year. And the beauty of it is that really a lot of the creativity comes from the tree sponsors themselves. So they outdo themselves, and we just kind of have to get the structure and, and everything going. But they really bring it. We did notice that a lot of the companies their tree are themed in conjunction as to what they do for business. Like one of the dental offices we were talking about (laughs) earlier had the the Molar Express. It's awesome. Oh my gosh, it is awesome. And there's also the Tooth Fairy down here too. Yeah, so a lot of the businesses, Lowe's, you know, has safety goggles on their trees with little hammers. Heather Heather Brown and Magnolia say have tree wrecks. Yes, she does. And it is fabulous. Um, Ford Farms, their tree is covered in fruit. I mean, there's a whole watermelon there. I mean, I just don't know how people think of all of that. Phillips Building Supply has a truck built into their truck. This year we had a a regulation. They couldn't put anything underneath their tree. It made it too hard for us to water. So we said everything has to be in the tree, and they took us literally. There's a truck in the tree. And you had your fingers crossed last night because you knew some (laughs) strong winds were going to be coming through. But but the displays... Literally weathered the storm. They did. We had a few leaning this morning, but they were all standing, and we are so grateful. The, yes. the fact that it's open 24-7, is that problematic in any way? I mean, there, I'm sure there will be security or at least, you know, 
around. Yes, there is. And knock on wood, we really haven't had any issues whatsoever. It's so lit up down here. It's almost like daytime with all the lights. So we, we just hadn't had, you know, vandalism or anything. People and just come with an earnest spirit. It's a great spot here at the corner of Liberty Street and Fifth Avenue, right next uh, to the back lot. If anybody in Jones County knows where you watch the movies during right. during the summer, right here. Exactly. But everything in downtown Laurel, you can just make you a stroll, you know, throughout the Christmas season and come down here and walk through the Prancer Path. And, you know, right here at the entrance, it shows what what are all the proceeds of the fundraiser benefit, exactly. Miss Betsy. Yes, it does. So the United Way of the Pine Belt Region, um, we're primarily a fundraising organization. We raise money all year long. This is one of our largest fundraisers. And monthly, we send a check to 20 other 501c3s in Jones, Jasper, Smith, Wayne, and Covington counties. Sure do. It's just it's beautiful, and I got I got to believe that what we see now is just a fraction of what you'll see when it's dark. Absolutely. In the daytime, it's a whole experience because you get to see the detail of the ornaments and um, the way they have them all decorated. But at nighttime, you're just amazed by the lights. Thank you very much for having us here. Thank you so much. Happy for Thanksgiving and Merry Thank Christmas. Thank you, sir. Hope y'all come tonight. Opening night, six o'clock. All right, that wraps it up, Luke, from your hometown. Absolutely. Always great to be here. We'll be back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Hope you will join us. Thank you for listening. And Southern Miss to the top. top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.